So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. Hi, Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. Thanks for listening. So We Met Online is produced every Sunday, and show notes are found at SoWeMetOnline.com. Hey, Chris. Hey, Erica. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good. It is uh, hot. We are in the middle of a heat wave out here in California. I am like scorching and burning up. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of dreaming of Christmas already. You love Christmas. Who doesn't love Christmas? Uh, a snow-covered cabin in the middle of nowhere, snuggled up next to a fireplace with your love. I, I mean, in a hot cup of cocoa. Who doesn't want that right now? I don't want that right now. Ugh. I don't ever want to be in a secluded cabin. But anyway, to each his own. Did I just ruin your dreams? No, no, no. I, I mean, heck, we're all secluded as it is right now. So That's true. Uh, so today I want to read an email I got from a former client of mine. And then I want to talk about the implications. Okay. This is from a male client in the Southwest of the United States, who is, I believe, 70 years old. Hi, Erica. I have reached the end of my last dating subscription and I'm not renewing. All in all, the experience has been quite disappointing. I suppose I have probably had unrealistic expectations. I ended up with zero hits on our time. I met and actually dated two ladies on match one of whom ended up ghosting me and the other let me down gently, but still booted me to the curb. My subscription to eHarmony was the longest. I had nothing going on there until late May. I have met a lady. We have messaged, spoken, texted, and actually met twice, masked, for walks through a local park. We seem to like each other, but under the current weird conditions, who can say if this will go anywhere after we return to normal? I doubt that I will return to online dating. It is so time-consuming and ultimately futile. Take good care. Mm -hmm. What do you hear when I read that? Well, as you were actually reading that, I was jotting down things that I was hearing, believe it or not. And so I have four things that I jotted down real quickly as you were talking through that. I want to hear your four things, and then I'll read you my response. Okay. The first one, they're kind of one and the same, and it's on the expectations and reality. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that I wrote down, which, you know, I don't think we've actually talked about this, but thinking about all of the marketing and commercials and, you know, our time, they have a lot of commercials out there. I know eHarmony used to have a ton. Match obviously does now too. And all of those commercials although they are marketing, do give you the sense of, hey, just join and you're going to find the love of your life. And so I can see how somebody might have a false expectation of what they're going to get out of online dating. If you're following, you know, what you're seeing on the television, if you're following all the marketing hype in the, you know, in the commercials. So it is possible that you've created this all sense of what you're actually going to get out of it. But I think that might be somewhat common. Don't you think so? I do think so. I 
think it's similar to, oh, I joined a gym. Yes. I'm going to have the best beach body in two months. Yes. Well, you got to put the work in. Exactly. With any of that health and fitness, whiter teeth online, you know, all of those things you could look at. And you're right. It's not just a snap or click a button and you find somebody. So that's one thing that I have on here. The other thing I have on here is giving up on dating sites. Now, we've all heard those stories. I've been there. The number of times that I've said I've given up on online dating sites are more than 10. So so clearly <laughs> I've given up on them and then gave them another chance and then gave up on them again and gave them another chance. So mm-hmm. I can understand once more that you do at times get burnt out. You do at times feel like, I'm just not connecting. I'm not matching. I'm not getting any clicks. Why did I spend this money on this service when it's not coming through? And now you kind of have this buyer's remorse. You know, I think that's also why some of the popularity of the free apps have materialized and some of the pay for subscription services and dating sites have started to really struggle like eHarmony. But in general, I get the concept of giving up on dating sites. And so my advice on that is give up on it for a short period. Take a break. Try something different. Think about what you want and then maybe go back into it. But don't just completely wipe it off as this is not for me because I'm not getting clicks. That will happen and it happens to everyone. I think that's only two, but I wrote down four. I think Expectations, reality, marketing was all kind of one mindset. So that's all I got. Oh, I was waiting for the other two. Okay. So do you want to hear my response? Yes. Okay. I'm going to share with you what I said to him. And then I'm also going to share, I posted this anonymously on my Instagram account to see what other people had to say. I want to read the caption I put on there and what other people had to say. So first I said to him, it's good to hear from you. And thank you so much for sharing your experience with me. Interestingly, when I read your email, I see nothing but success. The fact that you met three women in such a short period of time, who you wanted to pursue things with is a huge win in my book. The last woman you're still seeing, it seems, yet you still see this process as futile I'm not sure where the disconnect is happening. Is it COVID woes? But you're making connections with women you wouldn't have otherwise. That's exactly what online dating is for. No one, of course, can predict the trajectory of a relationship. And of course, everything short of finding your ultimate partner is not a failure. Quite the opposite. Here's what we can control. What you put out there in your profile and pictures how proactive you are on the site, and how you behave towards other people. Here's what we cannot. How other people feel about you, whether they reply or not, or whether a relationship will last. I certainly don't want to belittle the frustration you're feeling, but if you change the perspective to see what you've gained rather than lost, then it paints a very different picture. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. You're right. It's all in how we view things. You could definitely say you have been successful. 
you are meeting people. You're meeting people that you normally wouldn't have met. And again, we've talked about that. That is online dating, being able Mm -hmm. to connect with people outside of our typical circles of friends. And so, yes, again, it's all in the perspective. And to prove that, you had my perspective in terms of giving up and marketing. And then you had your perspective, which is success, success, success. And it's good to kind of understand that you have a different way of looking at this that is positive, that this isn't all negative. Well, it was like he was seeing everything short of knowing he was going to spend the rest of his life with someone as what the word he said, futile. That's crazy to me. So when we come back, I want to talk about what people on Instagram said about it, you know, whether they agree or disagree with what we're saying and just any other thoughts. Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at sowemetonline.com slash sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, coworkers, or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online. Okay, so I anonymously posted this on Instagram, and here's what I said. I get messages like this all the time from former clients, and it frustrates me every time. Here's why. Everything short of finding your ultimate partner is not a failure. To repeat, all caps, everything short of finding your ultimate partner is not a failure. In fact, when I read this person's email, I see success. He is someone who had not been on a date since before he was married over 30 years ago. The fact that he met three women in such a short period of time, who he wanted to pursue things with, as I said before, is a huge win in my book. The last woman he mentions, he is still seeing. I had the exact same conversation over text with another client this morning, or the morning I wrote this, who told me she was at, quote, square one, yet she's connected with more men in the last two months than ever before. Setting and managing expectations is one of the hardest parts of my job. And then here are a few of the comments I got. Spoiler alert, until we meet our person, all other relationships are going to fail. And I actually, I didn't love that response. So I wrote, I know what you're trying to get at, though I wouldn't call any relationship a failure. It's all a learning experience. And you have to go through those, often making you better for the next person. And then I loved, someone said, Dan Savage puts it, all relationships end. It's just that some end when one of you dies. Mm -hmm. Another comment, online dating isn't the thing. It's the thing that gets us to the thing. How bad do you want that thing? I think many want to blame the vehicle in which was used instead of gearing up for a journey that sometimes will be bumpy. I thought that was very well said. Mm -hmm. Someone else said, love that. I'm a firm believer that everything in life comes down to perspective. Someone else said, managing expectations, just like practicing law. (laughs) You're clear, consistent, and honest. Someone said, especially at the end where he talks about it being futile because of the times. What does that have to do with you? Mm -hmm. Someone else, actually a former client who follows me on Instagram said, I went on more dates and had way more success while working with you than I ever did alone. I thank goodness I actually found someone through this process. But if it doesn't work out, 
I have hope that I will find another with, <laughs> with your help. That's nice. You gave me the extra push I needed to continue. Definitely not wasted time. Someone else said, and I think this is a good point. I think this email is kind of negative. I don't mean to sound harsh, but maybe his date sensed this too. And that's, that's really it. I want to be clear here on what I'm saying. It is a lot of perspective. So like I had a client once who said to me, I joined Match two weeks ago and only creeps and weirdos have emailed me. (laughs) I wrote, that's annoying, but you're a great catch. So of course people are emailing you. She said, yeah, but they're not the right people. I said, well, has anyone appropriate sent you a message? She said, well, one guy, I guess we're trying to set up a date. It's like, how do you ignore that and only focus on the bad? Okay. And then another one said to me, and this is before COVID that he wrote me this. He said, "Ugh, I went to this event and there were only like 10 women there. It felt like a sausage fest, which for anyone who doesn't know what that is, just look it up. I wrote, that's too bad that the organizer let the ratios get so off balance. He said, I know it was ridiculous. I said, well, did you like any of the 10 women who were there? He said, I don't know. I didn't meet them. I left when I saw it was mostly men. (laughs) Like, come on. So, you know, the advice I want to give to everyone is focus on what you do have, not what you don't. People are so focused on who doesn't get back to them, who doesn't reply, who isn't interested. And yet they completely ignore. It's almost like they discount the people who are interested. And I think that's actually a personal reflection. We all know people who are so down on themselves that they'll say, well, this person's interested in me. Why? They must not be good enough. Like that's a crazy talk. Yeah. But again, it it is all about expectations and perceptions. I could have 10 women contact me and I'm not attracted to any of them. Mm-hmm. Now, is that good or is that bad? You could argue it's great. You've got 10 women who are genuinely interested. interested in you. I can look at that and say, I haven't found anybody. That is all our personal perceptions. If I'm right. not attracted to anybody or if I'm not feeling it with anybody, then why spend the time and waste the time going out with them? Even if I've got a, a mailbox filled with people interested in me, At what point in time does it become a success versus a failure? Interestingly enough, I was on a Zoom coaching call with a client the other day. She's perfectly capable of doing all of this on her own. But for her, it's motivation. That's the issue. That's the issue for a lot of people. And she's said before, and as many people do, well, online dating doesn't work. And I always have to drill down on, well, what are you doing? Are you being proactive Are you answering people? Are you reaching out to people? And, you know, I don't want to, obviously no one knows who she is. I don't want to embarrass her. But when we got on our last Zoom call, she pulled up one of her accounts and I saw that she hadn't responded to somebody in six days. And I asked her why, not to embarrass her, not to judge her, but it was a genuine why. And she said, "I, I don't know. I just don't know. And we had to talk through, I said, I know what you want your final outcome to be. You ultimately want a relationship, but you have to answer the people in order to be closer to that outcome. And I think a lot of people know that in theory, but they can't necessarily put it into practice. And I think there are different reasons for why different people don't. Some don't make the time. Some are afraid of rejection. Some are afraid of 
something working and think they can't live up to it. So there are so many things. And she and I really had to drill down on why are you not answering these people and then getting upset about it not working. It's just so interesting to me that people want this outcome. They don't see incremental success sometimes. And they often don't want to put the work into getting the outcome. And this sort of relates back to that email. He clearly could not see incremental success. I mean, he was seeing a woman as he was writing that email and saying online dating doesn't work. That just doesn't add up to me. You know, in business, we have metrics and performance indicators and analytics that help us to determine and understand what success looks like. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think, do we have to begin <laughs> setting up some sort of key performance indicator that determines what is successful? And so we go back to the letter. And for him, he was contacted by three people and he's communicating with one, but he's not seeing that as success. Correct. So, so what is successful to him? Is it 10 people who want to meet him and two dates Is it for people? No, I think success to him is a relationship. But he's too early in the process to have that kind of success. And he he will never have that kind of success until he's in a relationship. That's like by definition. So he's not counting any of this. I count success as are you getting more attention online? And are you going on more dates? That's what we can control. If I put this in a business analogy and I say, I would like to start my own business. Mm-hmm. And somebody says, well, what's your definition of success? A million dollars in sales for the first year. Okay. <laughs> How are you going to get there? If the million dollars is the equivalent to having a relationship. Yep. That's a great analogy. There's still work that you have to do to get to that million dollars. You have to exactly. close smaller deals. You have to go out on business meetings. You have to actually get customers. A KPI would be something like, I want KPI. KPI stands for key performance indicators. So (laughs) a KPI would be something like, I want 10 customers within the first quarter because those 10 customers are going to help me get to the million dollars in sales for the first year. But I can't just jump there. I can't just open a new business and then, oh, look, I got a million dollars. It doesn't work that way. I think that is such a great analogy to add on to that. Even if you make a business mistake or you have a bad customer out of those 10, it doesn't mean you're right back where you started. It means you learn something from that experience. So let's say you go on two dates with someone and someone screws up royally. That doesn't mean you're back at square one. It means you learn what not to do again. That's right. And I will add one more business (laughs) reference in here for both Google and Amazon, two of the largest companies in the world. Their daily mantra is fail fast. It's nothing Hmm. to do with succeed. They believe that they can find success when they learn how to fail fast. Because what you do is you do something, it doesn't work, you fail at it, and then you can move on and learn from those mistakes. And the reason they have become the two most successful companies in the world was because they've become masters at understanding how to fail fast. And dating is, again, the same thing. You can go on a date. It can be an awful date. But the one thing you're going to take away from that is what not to do or what to do 
in the next date. I have nothing to add. I completely agree. I think your analogy is great. And I hope for his sake that the former client who wrote the message to me, who didn't reply, by the way, to, to my last message back to him, I hope he is somewhat able to change his perspective. I don't have the skills to make someone change their perspective. All I can do is make suggestions. But he will be much happier in life and in dating if he works to see the positive and to see that online dating has given him access to opportunities he would have never had otherwise. For everyone who does online dating, that's all I could ever want for them. For everyone who's doing online dating, I would recommend this. Identify what your own personal goals and success looks like for dating. And it Mm -hmm. can't be find a relationship. There has to be something else that's going to lead to that relationship. And once you've identified that, then you can build upon that success to get to your relationship. Absolutely. And one final thing, I keep saying one final thing and then adding another final thing. I had a client who her goal was 20 dates in 2020. I loved that Mm -hmm. goal. Exactly. That's a great goal. Actually, it's a great goal. And she actually accomplished it early in the year and started seeing someone from that group of 20 people. And she recently emailed me that they had broken up after a, a certain number of months, but it wasn't a quote failure email like the other person. It was actually a grateful email. Like, wow, I went through these steps and I saw that it can work. And even though this wasn't the relationship for me, I learned a lot and I know what to do going forward. There's nothing more I could ask from my job than to get messages like that. You know, we go all the way back to the beginning of our conversation where you have all of these advertisements and commercials online marketing that is setting an ideal perspective of something that you might want whether that's your health, your fitness, your teeth, your dating life, whatever the case might be. And we all want that end result. Mm -hmm. But again, ultimately, you have to work to get there. And you have to set up goals like this Mm -hmm. 20 and 20. I absolutely love that idea because that's setting up a framework and a realistic framework of something that could help materialize what your end goal is. Mm -hmm. I think too often... The expectation is the unrealistic expectation. I can say I want a relationship. There is no guarantee in this world whatsoever that you're going to find a relationship this month or next month or the following month. But you can set up something that you can control. And what you can control is I'm going to go out on a date and I'm going to meet somebody and I'm going to have fun or maybe I'm not going to have fun, but then I'm going to go on another date because that I can control. And no different than... I want straighter teeth. Well, you've got to put in the work. Your goal is to go to the dentist first, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? And uh, set your goal. (laughs) I'm going to see the dentist next month. Well, okay, then maybe that's not the best expectation for you. If you want whiter teeth and straighter teeth, then go right now. Go today because you can control that today. And these are the things that I think are really good, again, analogies for people to understand as they're dating. Because they can then begin to set the goals and the expectations of things that they can control. And then from there, have an end goal of happily ever after. You know what I just noticed? You do have really nice teeth. My really nice teeth have taken me two years 
So I know for a fact that it doesn't happen overnight. There is no miracle grow new teeth formula, just like there's no miracle get thin formula, just like there's no miracle you're going to get married next week. I love it. One more thing. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening.